Welcome to the MG Kitchen Podcast. This is where you're going to learn all about how to cook very simple food, very easily, very quickly, and with relatively simple ingredients. It's not going to be complicated. It's not going to be a nightmare. It's going to be something you can do for all the family. It's going to be something you're going to really enjoy, particularly in these difficult times when we're all locked down and we're having to find things to do around the house. Today, we're going to kick things off with a beautiful three-egg frittata with salami, chilies, cheese, and tomatoes. Today's delight from MG's Kitchen is going to be something called a frittata, which is basically like an egg dish in which you can have for breakfast, you can have it for lunch, or you can have it for dinner. And you can literally put anything in it that you want. I'm going to put some salami in it today. You can usually, if you want to make it obviously vegetarian, you can do that. But I think it always tastes a little bit better if you're not a vegetarian, if you put something like ham or pancetta, uh, or in my case, I'm putting some venison salami in it. Uh, which is something my daughter brought me back from Austria. Now, I'm not suggesting that you would obviously get to use something like that, but basically you just use something meaty to kind of fry up. And then what you're going to do is you're going to mix up the eggs. You're going to make like a scrambled egg mix and you're going to pour it into a frying pan. You're going to finish it off with some cheese and some tomatoes and you're going to put it in the oven. So I'm just cutting up now the deer salami, which you have to fry up. And it's a very quick and easy dish and it serves three to four people and usually you put in sort of one egg per person basically so if you're making it for four people make it with four eggs and it's fluffy it's beautiful it's very healthy and you can literally put anything in it you want you can put potatoes in it you can put onions in it uh, you can put tomatoes in it you can put um, spring onions you can use any number of different vegetables and it's really really good i'm going to come back and fry it for you uh, in a second and that's how we're going to start Okay, so the first thing you do is you get your frying pan out and you pour some olive oil into it and you basically uh, wait for that to heat up. It's always a good idea when you're cooking, if you are cooking anything at all, always wait for the oil to heat up before you put anything in the pan because if you put stuff in the pan when the oil is cold, sometimes the oil can sort of penetrate whatever it is that you're putting in there and you never really get rid of that. So always try and wait. You might be able to hear me in the background cracking some eggs. So I'm just cracking three eggs into a bowl now, if you've never made scrambled eggs before, um, and I might even do that as one of the uh, one of the dishes that we talk about. If you've never done any uh, scrambled eggs before, you basically add salt and pepper into the bowl. I've got three eggs in there, a little turn of the salt cellar, maybe three turns, maybe four turns of the pepper. And basically, uh, you then add a little splash of milk. You can, some people can add cream if you want to make it a little bit thicker. Um, but milk is perfectly good. Take a fork or a whisk if you have one. And basically, as simple as that, you just beat it into a sort of a yellow mixture so that you get all the milk mixed in, you get all the pepper and the salt mixed in. Literally takes a few turns, and that's usually good enough. Now today, I'm going to be taking a bit of a jump into the unknown, because I bought some Thai chilies, and I'm going to be putting those into this as well, so it might make it quite spicy. Now, some people would prefer not to make it spicy, in which case you don't put any chilies in it at all. But I quite like spicy food. I'm just putting the um, venison salami into the, the pan and then I'm going to prepare the chilies. But be very, be very careful when you prepare chilies because one thing you don't want to do uh, is get any kind of chilli type substance anywhere near your eyes or any other delicate parts of your body. So when you cut them, you make sure that you clean your fingers very carefully thereafter. And I'm just chopping those up here uh, on the cutting board. Uh, you should be able to hear some frying going on very shortly but this is um basically the frittata that i'm making is a frittata with salami chilies tomatoes and cheese and it's going to be absolutely delicious 
Now, as you can hear the salami sizzling away in the pan there, the thing you've got to do while you're waiting is to put the oven on, right? So what I do is I've got an electric oven here. So whenever I'm heating up the oven, here is switching it on. Some people say, you know, there's no point in putting it on maximum because it doesn't heat up any quicker than if you set it to, say, 200, which is where you want it to be. But I always think, well, what the heck? You might as well turn it on and turn it up as high as you can. And then when it gets to where you want to go, you just turn it back down again. So basically, uh, you need the oven because you're going to be finishing this particular dish off in the oven. Because what's going to happen now is as we fry the salami or the ham or the pancetta, whatever it is you've chosen as your meat of choice, uh, we're then going to chuck the chilies in, fry those a little bit. Um, some people like their vegetables to be crisp. The things that I wouldn't put in a frittata, for example, are things like carrots or celery. But you could pretty much put anything else in. I mean, I wouldn't really put broccoli in, but some people do. I mean, you can literally use any kind of cheese that you want. You can use any kind of uh, vegetable that you like. The great thing about a frittata is that it's a very democratic type of breakfast because you can basically just use whatever you've got in the cupboard. So if you've got, say, for example, some vegetables that you need to use up, I'll tell you about how you can make vegetable soup at one of the next podcasts that we do because that's really, really easy to do. The one thing you never should do is throw food away, right? So if you've got any food knocking around the house and you want to make something with it, a frittata is always a very good idea. I've got a tomato here, which is just about on the turn, which is not to say anything wrong with it, but it just is getting quite soft. And so what I would normally do with that, if I didn't put it in a sandwich or if I didn't use it um, just to eat on its own, basically, I would cut it up into little pieces and put it in a frittata because that's always nice. And it also, when you when you make the frittata, you've got to be conscious of what it looks like. And so if you imagine the, I'll show you the pictures obviously when it's done, but if you imagine the frying pan full of um, egg mixture and some bits of pieces of salami, some red and green chilies, it's always nice to have sort of different colors. So if you put the tomatoes cut up very small, just dotted around it. It just has a nice look to it. And then you're gonna grate some cheese. I usually use cheddar cheese, but again, you don't have to. You could use Gruyere cheese. You could use different types of cheese. Um, it looks like we're now doing well with the salami. So I'm gonna throw the chilies in. I'm hoping to God that these are not too hot. Because I basically put two red and two yellow, uh, two green ones in, quite small chilies. And they, they smell hot on my fingers, if you know what I mean. But I don't mind spicy food, so that's okay for me. The oven is on. The frying pan is frying. We've mixed up the egg mixture. So we're really ready to go. So we're almost ready now to put the egg mixture in. What Basically, if you need to know how long to fry stuff for, generally speaking, you can tell just by looking at it because you can tell um, if it's starting to get a little bit crispy. If the salami gets crispy, I quite like it like that. And normally speaking, by the time the uh, oven is heated up to around about, say, 150, um, you're pretty much ready to go with the egg mixture. So I've got the egg mixture here. And what I'm gonna do is in a bowl, I'm just gonna pour it, basically, into the frying pan. Now you can hear that, and what it does is it just kind of meanders its way around what's already in there. And ideally what you want for it to do is to form a complete circle and cover the whole base of the frying pan. You don't wanna use too big of a pan. I've got a medium-sized one here, but obviously it depends on how many people you're feeding. And then anything, where there's a bit of a gap, where for example, there isn't any salami, that's where you drop the tomatoes in. I'm just dropping the small pieces of cut up tomato in like that, okay? And basically what's happening here is that the bottom of the frittata, a bit like an omelet, is setting. So you can see that the egg is getting a little hard there. But of course, the reason for us putting it in the oven is because you want it to not just be done on the bottom, you want it to be done on the top. 
And so it's a little bit like an omelette, but it's a slightly different. I've cut up a little bit of parsley here to give it some green. So basically, it looks rather nice. So it's got a little bit of colour going on. And uh, while we're about that, I will take a picture of it. Now, the only bit left to do, and you have to be careful it doesn't overcook the bottom because you don't want it to be too burnt. If you feel like it's overcooked at the bottom a little bit, then just take it off the uh, off the hot plate, right? And now I've got some cheese. I've got a little bit of cheddar, very nice mature cheddar. And you just grate it straight on. Now, if you're particularly well organised in the kitchen, what you might have already done is grate it off to the side on a plate, and then in which case you just distribute it over the top. But, of course, I haven't done that because I'm not that well organised. You know, I got, I got all my ingredients out ready beforehand, but I didn't grate the cheese. So I'm just grating the cheese now, as you can hear, and just enough to cover it. And then that'll melt, you see, rather nicely onto the top of the frittata. And as I'm checking now the temperature of the oven, it's just about right. It's just under 200, about 180. So you're now ready. And make sure, by the way, if you're going to do this in a frying pan, that the frying pan can be put in the oven. Because if it can't, then you're going to have a bit of a problem there. Uh, I'm just about to put this one in. And let's see how we do. So open up the oven, stick the frying pan in, and you basically leave it there. And the important thing is not to open and close, the important thing is not to open and close the oven too many times. So just let it sit in there for about, I would say 10 minutes, maybe seven minutes, maybe check it after seven minutes and you'll see how it looks. And don't forget when you're taking the frying pan out of the oven, I know this sounds like idiots um, in instructions, but don't try and take it out with your bare hands. You have to hold an oven glove or a dish towel or something like that so you don't burn yourself, okay? The time has come to check on the frittata. It's been in the oven now for about six minutes, so it should be coming up nicely. What basically the heat in the oven does is it makes the top of the frittata rise. So it's kind of like an open omelette, really. If you imagine an omelette which is not folded over, that's kind of how it looks. So that's what we're going to do. Open up the oven, take it out, see how it looks. And it is looking pretty good. Pretty good indeed. There we are, it looks beautiful. I'll be taking a picture of that momentarily. Now the final bit, which is, again, sort of idiot-proof instructions. Always keep your oven glove or your dishcloth handy because you will be tempted, as you start to serve the frittata out, you're going to be tempted to grab hold of the frying pan handle. And don't forget, it's been in the oven for quite a few, quite a few minutes. So what you don't want to do uh, is put that, put your hand on that or else you will get a third degree burn. And that's what we want to avoid. What I tend to do is I leave it to sit for a few minutes um, and then basically use the wooden spoon or whatever, you know, the utensil you use to basically stir the stuff to cut it up. You cut it across in half and then you cut it across again the other way, like you're crossing, like you're, like you're doing a pizza. So basically, you're splitting up into four pieces. So if there's four of you, you get one piece each. If there's two of you, you get two pieces each. It's not difficult, this, is it? I'm not going to do any maths teaching for you, obviously, but hey. So I've got my plate here. I'm going to serve up the first portion to myself. And you'll just have to wish me luck that it is not the hottest thing I've ever made with all these Thai chilies. But it looks fantastic. Great way to start the day. This is my breakfast from the MG Kitchen. Here's what you'll need for the salami and chili frittata. A little bit of olive oil to set the pan going. You'll need three to four eggs, depending on how many people you're cooking for. A little bit of milk, 
two to three inches of salami if you buy it uh, as a sort of sausage. You chop that, of course. One to two fresh chilies, depending on how spicy you want it to be. You chop those as well. One tomato, which should be diced, some grated cheddar cheese, and some parsley. And that's it. Join me again next time for another episode of MG's Kitchen. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And if you want to show me your creations, tweet me at MG's Kitchen. Mm-hmm.